All right. Well, hey, everyone, welcome to our next episode of our podcast. We have officially landed on a name, which is very exciting. So welcome, 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 welcome to Project Blacklist. It is <laughs> we, we literally sat here for about two hours trying to figure out what we were going to do. And we've been debating it for weeks now and we finally landed on something. So uh, welcome, everyone. Brian, Shahan. Hello. Hello. I love the name. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's very, very, very exciting. We're all excited over here. Um, you know, we really wanted something that was a staple of, you know, where we came from. And a lot of the inspiration came uh, just from past video games. Uh, the Blacklist uh, originating from Need for Speed Most Wanted back in 2005. Best Need for Speed that they ever made. All the other ones are trash. Um, that was the that that's where the blacklisting came from. But Project really came from uh, Shahan. Shahan's name is Project Zeno. um with all of his projects that he does and it just fit perfectly so we had to go with it um but today's episode is going to be exciting and i I have a really big feeling that this one is gonna the main topic at least is going to get really really heated (laughs) uh myself and brian um know a lot about this topic Uh, a lot of what this topic is has originated from where i am from um and I have been a part of this. So our main topic today is actually takeovers. Um, a lot of, if you don't really know what that is, uh, Brian, I'll actually let you elaborate on that if you wouldn't, if you uh, if you want to go for it. Yeah, teach me because I don't know. <laughs> All right. So takeovers, at least from what I've experienced, are just the dudes that don't know how to just keep it on a track, or like they just want to take everything to the street. They want to drift. They want to hit people. They want to show off how fast their cars are in like a 15 foot space. <laughs> and they literally obviously they started in detroit they came to california a couple years back and they have ruined the car scene they've basically made it almost impossible for people to have like solid meets without everyone thinking my parking lot's going to get destroyed people are going to just think that all of my friends are assholes even though usually it's just a random dude driving by that sees it it's like oh yeah my v6 camaro can outdo all these cars let me go show them bruh yeah. <laughs> so what what experiences have you really had with them? Like, do you have any like vivid ones that, that would uh, make a good story? Dude, one of my first car meets that I went to when I was like 19 was at uh, just at some movie theater, like the back of the parking lot. They used to let us use it all the time. Around midnight, people start going home. And all of a sudden, dudes are like drifting in the middle of the street when people are just trying to leave. And mind you, this is down the street from a fucking school. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So cops got called pretty quick. Yeah. And they started like citing everyone. This one dude I know, he got rear ended and said, fuck it. I'm not getting like, I'm not stopping here. We pulled over in the middle of the freeway because of like everything going on just to take his bumper off and put it in the (laughs) backseat. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't get caught by a cop while doing that. Dude, luckily, they just. They ignored us because we weren't really doing anything. But yeah, it was it was a pain in the ass, dude. Oh man, Damn. yeah. I, I I I'll tell you right now. Um, being that they a lot of the times have have really originated from the Detroit area. Uh, I, I grew up in Metro Detroit. Grew up in East Point, which is a couple miles from Detroit. Really, um, I grew up around the rowdy scene. Um, you know, my my 
my family has always been big into cars. My uncle is huge into hot rods. He has like a, a 63 Mercury Monterey or something like that. Uh, slammed to the ground, big V8. His buddies all have yeah, them brother. too. It's it's cool, man. It's it's really cool. But I'll tell you right now, um, when it really originated was when, honestly, our generation really started getting cars. Like when yeah. the millennial generation started getting cars and getting into the scene, that's when the stupid stuff started happening. And that's why a lot of people always say that they hate the millennial generation. Gen Gen Z is the worst, but you know, you, you get the point. Mm. Um, and my, my experiences with this have, have been kind of crazy. Um, I remember the first time I ever went, you know, uh, I, I guess really to like a street race um, cause we, we have, we have literal spots that street races happen regularly. Um, and, and one of the most famous ones is French road. Uh, French road is, is famous in Detroit for just being the spot to race. Like if there's any place you're going to go, French road is going to be the place because it's a shit area. No one wants to be around there and the cops do not come. They just don't. Uh, and, and it's, it's, it's pretty much been like a staple of, of, uh, street street, street racing in Detroit. Um, and I remember the first time I went, I was with a couple of buddies and one of them had a, uh, 2006 or 2007, uh, WRX. Uh, he swapped in the STI motor, big turbo, whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and he was like, all right, we're going to go to French road. And I'm like, at this time, I didn't know what it was. So he told me what it was and i'm like i am scared i was legitimately scared because i was 16 at the, i was 16 at the time dude like, i didn't know like and all of them were like you know 18 19 years old um a lot of my friends at the time in the car scene were older um for obvious reasons you know i don't want to hang out with a bunch of kids with cavaliers and you know uh old beat up cars you know like that that's not fun i wanted to hang out with older kids that had the nicer cars so we get to the street race and instantly off rip, as soon as we get there, there is a Mustang and a Charger that are racing, like a 2000, 2008, 2009 Charger RT. And uh, like, a, I think it was a, 20, a 2012 Mustang. It was brand new. It was the first one that they've released since the 90s with the 5.0. I'm sorry, since 89 with the 5.0. Um, so every, everybody wanted it. Everybody wanted to see a race. So they start going. As soon, well, I'm sorry. They line up, and as soon as that flag drops, they both booked it. And all of a sudden, in Mustang fashion, the <laughs> Mustang slides because it has a it has a live rear axle. It's not an independent rear suspension, and the live rear axle just sends him sideways, crashes into the freaking Charger, goes into the crowd. Luckily, nobody was hurt. But dude, this, this it was, was a drag race. This is a drag race. Um, and you know what they did once that happened? All right, next cars line up and I'm sitting there like, what? You're joking, right? That's insane. So yeah, they, they, no, they didn't No, It didn't, it didn't matter. The dude, like the Mustang didn't really have a lot of damage. Surprisingly, the charger, uh, the Mustang did the damage. The Mustang did the damage to the charger actually. And, and both of the cars drove off. Like they left, um, like no cops are called, no insurance was called. Like they were just like, all right, this is our problem. We're fixing this, you know? Because uh, that's the thing. When it comes to the drag racing scene, you can't call a fucking insurance company. No. You are just drag racing your car legally. You know, like you're, if you call the insurance company, what are you going to say? Uh, a dog hit my car. No, you crashed your car drag racing and now you're in trouble and you have to pay for it out of pocket, probably five or six grand, if not more. Um, 
Yeah, that was my first. That was my first ever experience. And then we lined up in in the uh, in his in his WRX um, against. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what car it was to be quite honest. But we smoked him. And as soon as we won the race, we left. Like it, it's yeah. not. It's not a place that you drag race and stay. You get there. <laughs> you line up. You're either a spectator to watch the races, or you're a racer who lines up, races, and leaves because so, staying like there is a problem. Fast and Furious. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty but much. He ran away because he lost. Yeah, he ran away because he lost. <laughs> we ran away because we're in a crappy area and didn't want to be there anymore. At least he didn't get shot um, afterwards. That's very true. <laughs> uh, so, in, in nobody was racing for money or pinks or anything. It was just, uh, it was, it was just, you know, just, just good old, Yeah, that's literally what they do. They just drag race for fun. Um, Dennis didn't put any money down on it. Um, Who's Dennis? Dennis was a guy driving the car. Oh. Um, so, I mean, I haven't talked to him like since i was like 17 so you know this isn't going to be something that really matters um <laughs> so i think my next experience after that the most memorable one was on woodward woodward is another famous road in michigan that everybody goes to uh there are shops and stores lined up along woodward that just have perfect parking lots for parking your car watching cars go by the woodward dream cruise is a big thing here um literally thousands upon thousands of cars upwards of like 30,000 cars will come to the Woodward dream cruise. Um, but this was just one of the weekends, you know, just like a Friday night that the cars just go and people just hang out. Well, this one was bad. This one was really bad because a couple of guys, uh, I think one guy was in a charger, just like usual. It's always fucking chargers. Um, and then another guy in, I think a Genesis, if I'm not mistaken, um, it was, uh, it was, I believe it was a V6 Genesis, uh, wanted to race and, you know, they were getting really aggressive in the parking lot, just talking shit and they decide to race as soon as they go, cops come out of nowhere and just book it at them and they don't stop. They just keep going, running from the cops. And we're all sitting there like, well, dude, what is happening? Because in, in, you know, a lot of people try and be respectful when they're out there. But it's impossible. Like, it's impossible for, for people to get over their egos of, of thinking they have a fast car. And they think, oh, I can run from these cops, no problem. So they're gone. And at that point, cops start swarming all of the parking lots and pushing us all out. And that's when you see cars start drifting out of the parking lots and doing all this other stupid shit. (laughs) There are people doing donuts in the middle of Woodward. And Woodward is like a four-lane highway. So uh, I'm sorry. It's a a three-lane highway on both sides. So it's a six-lane highway total. So people are doing donuts in the middle of it and all this other crazy stuff. Dude, there's the takeovers just don't stop. Like if somebody catches wind, somebody that has a big ego catches wind of something stupid going down, they're going to join in. And once they do all hell breaks loose, doesn't matter if the cops are there, does not matter. They're going to do stupid stuff and they're going to keep doing that kind of stuff. And it's, I'll tell you right now, it's fun to be there (laughs) because it's an adrenaline rush. But if you partake, you are done period. Like, Sell your car, you know, if you get away, sell your car, get something else and don't ever go back to Woodward again because people will rat you out. It's insane how the car takeovers have, have really just completely changed the car world. It makes me not even want to go out to, to you know, Woodward and all these other um, these car meets anymore because people just don't respect it. 
and it's 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 a it's it's a crazy thing, man. It, it really is. It really is a, a a different world to 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 be a part of and really experience. So, like the problem that I've noticed the most with these is like there are two people that are always at meets, right? It's the guys that are there just to park their car, hang out with their friends, go talk some shit, you know, do their thing. And then there's the dudes that are there to start trouble towards like the middle or the end of the night. The dudes that are there to start trouble will literally cause trouble and dip out super quick as soon as like a cop shows up, leaving everyone else to clean up the mess and catch the blame. Yeah. I have a friend who would set up meets and he had got fined by this place. I think it came out to like four or five grand, right? Because people were doing burnouts, people were doing donuts in the parking lot, they were two stepping, and they and he was like, I I don't know those people. And they were like, Too bad. This was under your name. You have to do it. And it's it just keeps going from there. Like they show up every time. And then of course people start doing dumb stuff. Everyone else is super into it. So they just they build a crowd and they enjoy it. And it just keeps building and building and building until yep. no one wants to have meets there. No one wants to tell you, yeah, you can have a car meet here because you're going to probably get the cops called on us. Maybe break some stuff. I'm not trying to deal with it. And they, they just constantly get everybody for it. Yeah, it's that's the thing that sucks is that, you know, when you see a lot of these influencers um, go to car meets, I don't know why people have this inherent idea to all of a sudden trying to show off and be an idiot. Because I'm telling you right now, any influencer that goes to a car meet is purely there to enjoy cars that are there and meet people. That is it. They don't want to do any crazy stuff. They don't want to launch their car, do all these donuts and whatnot. Like I was watching, I don't know, have you guys heard of Whistling Diesel? No. So he is a guy from, he's from Indiana. Um, he's huge actually on, 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 um, on YouTube, but his big thing is taking cars that people think are the best at his farm that he has in pretty much putting them through brutal tests and destroying them. And it's hilarious. And the guy does not give a flying fuck at all. And he, he's one of those people that gets shit talked all the time and then just kills everybody with kindness And his famous, like saying is you know how people always say i'm not gonna lie yeah his thing is i gotta lie that's a pretty good car like he'll say stuff like that all the time and it's so disrespectful it's so he literally has a shirt that says i gotta lie like it's it's hilarious man um but he he's gone to car meets you know like in trucks and whatnot um because he has he has so much money man like he he has made so much money doing what he does um and he's a pretty humble guy too but people just mistake him for like a, a daddy's boy when he's made every dollar like he literally lives on a farm like he's no daddy's boy if he lives on a farm i'll tell you that much like what he's working for he's earned um and he's gone to he went to a car meet one time and as soon as he shows up another like thousand cars show up to the parking lot completing completely shutting down the parking lot and he had to leave because he could, it was dangerous. Like it, it turned into like a, a hazard. Like people in their trucks were doing burnouts in the middle of the parking lot in their lane in between two cars. Yeah. It, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane how stupid people become. Don't get me wrong. I love going to car meets. I, I love seeing fast, loud cars and whatnot, but 
be respectful over it, man. You can't do that kind of stuff because you just ruin the scene for everybody. I have a question. Yeah. Would yeah. So going back historically to all this, like to the pretty much the rise of this, um, would you guys say that one of the negative effects of this whole tuner scene that developed because of movies and video games? Do you think that this is like the side effect of all that? Because before all this, this didn't happen much, right? Like back in the eighties and all that. True. Brian, I'll so let I, you take the reins in the first. first I don't answer. I don't know if I would say it's a side effect because this started after like all the, the really good need for speeds came out where they were carved like focused, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's what everyone saw. This started way after that. Okay. This okay. started, or at least when it got big and like moved cross country was in the last like four or five years that I've noticed. So I don't, I wouldn't say car video games stuff started it, but social media, I think was more of the factor of like, Hey, I want people to see my video. Mm. I want people to see that I can slide my car, that I can, my car's loud and fast. Clickbait baby. Exactly. So that's what they, they wanted. Yeah. I, I I would tend to agree. I actually, that was going to be my point was social media. Social media has been the driver for most things negative in the world in, in the last five to 10 years. And in the car industry, especially, um, it has become a problem. And it sucks to see the industry that we love fall the way it has. Um, and I do want to I, I want to take the, the takeover topic just like a little short thing. Um, the RPM Act. Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have signed it, but I've signed it already. Um, I signed it weeks ago. Um, the EPA is trying to take away anything that involves racing. Like they want to shut down racing. Like it's, it's a multi-billion dollar a year industry and they're trying to completely shut it down. Um, they want to get rid of anything that involves modifying people. Like it's just a six. Like he was planning on doing a segment where, he picks a few people that he's going to modify their cars and like commenters and like his subscribers. He now is not allowed to do that legally because of what is happening. It is completely destroying the industry. Um, more than what these takeovers have done. The takeovers oh, yeah. have, the takeovers have destroyed the culture. Um, the EPA is destroying the industry. And, and that's a dude it's, it's coming tenfold back. And uh, I don't, I don't, really know where the car industry is going to be in the next 10 years. Um, I have a really big feeling that someone's going to try and pass a tax bill that if you drive a gas vehicle, you are going to be paying a lot of money every year for it. I definitely think electric cars are the future, like no matter what we think or like. I don't I mean, know. I like, like electric right? cars, it's... but I also like, I like combustion engines too. Yeah, you know? like it's for me, it's mostly the sound and like just a few. There's an emotion that comes with being able to work on your own car because I'll tell you right now, not every person is a fucking electrical engineer. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Be okay. Understanding electric cars versus understanding a combustion engine is completely different. You can, dude, yeah. you can figure out an engine pretty easily. Like it's really yeah, yeah. not that complicated, but. Trying to figure out an electric car, dude. Who has time and money to do that? <laughs> like, what are I we... mean, like, yeah. I mean, at that point, everybody might as well be working for Tesla. Yeah. 
And it's like I, I see people modify their Teslas and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, but it's dope. But it's, it's missing. It's always missing something. I don't. I don't think in our lifetime we'll have to do that transition to you know fully electric cars like in, in our lifetime. But I think eventually it's gonna have to happen. We're like car enthusiasts are gonna have to like completely transition to like sporty electric cars. I feel like sport electric cars is gonna be a thing. It's 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 gonna be a thing soon not maybe not in our lifetime maybe we'll see like small glimpses of it here and there but i don't know if i can get on board with that like i i just I, don't I know can't. i i can't fully get on board with that for a daily driver for sure but i will yeah, I, yeah. Ref- I i refuse to believe that a sports car part, a sports car can be all electric and actually give me the same feeling that a combustion engine one does because it's a completely different experience yeah. completely the sound is the big thing why do you think you always see people get you know base mo- let's say like the base bottle like mustang camaro challenger whatever why do you think you see people get the base model versions of them because they want to hear it they don't give a shit about having a nice sound system or anything they want to hear the car they want what's to the be- first mod that everyone does exhaust oh, yeah exhaust is the first mod man they want to hear what's going on that's it's it's huge it's 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 an endorphin rush and it's also uh for a lot of people it's it's therapy you know like it, it's yeah. not just it's not just a car it's music yeah i get it years. i get it like the environment's important but like i i have a big feeling we're gonna see we're gonna see the first transition i think we're gonna see is hybrids i think hybrids are gonna be a big thing um yeah, yeah, i have a really big feeling that like you know the sports cars we see right now um I guess we'll just go back to the muscle side of things. Mustangs, Camaros, Challengers. I have a feeling there's going to be a hybrid push for those in the next 10 years, for sure. I have a feeling that we're going to see... Um, you're you're talking about sports cars only, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm talking sports cars. Or even your STIs or... Um, like, all the Japanese like, stuff. All the Japanese stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a feeling we're going to see a hybrid push before we see a full electric push because... Yeah, that's true. Dude, they're going to completely like everyone's just going to want to walk. <laughs> like, I I truly think that once they develop like once once they develop those cars in full electric format, I think that they will have like they need to. They need to have some sort of like artificial sound either in or outside or both. God, that just sounds so on the car. Cheesy. And like yeah, could, I don't I know, think but, I would fuck with that. I, I know, like, it it would feel wrong, right? But I think yeah. they have to do that to make us want to even consider it. Yeah. 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 Well, honestly, I think I, I think it's it's going to be an interesting... I think it's going to be an interesting 10 years. We're going to see a lot of wanted changes. Yeah. And I think we're going to see some stuff implemented, but I don't, I don't, I don't really know how, how well it's actually going to go over. <laughs> I don't oh, think man. it'll... It definitely won't become the norm within our lifetime for the, no, for the sports cars, at least. But as we can see for the economy cars, it is starting to become the norm, you know? Yeah. Most of the well, let's, Tesla. Yeah, not, you're not kidding. Let's move on to our next topic then. Um, All right, side topics. Yeah, our, our, our side topic. Uh, who's Hell first side yeah, topic brother. That? That's yours. That's mine. Oh, no, that's, that's no, Brian. No, that's me. That's Brian's. That's, All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> look look man i go for this, it brother this kind of this leans into our, our whole fucking our whole episode ever since i saw tj drive his x5m 
<laughs> I have wanted one. I was, oh, at first, I was like, oh, I saw one yesterday. I BMW love X5 it. Dude, room. Yeah, I I saw it and I was like, oh, it's a it's a SU, it's a BMW SUV. Who cares? Then he's like, oh no, this one's kind of nice. I start looking into it and there's nothing about it I don't like. And that's weird for me with cars because usually I either don't like the way it sounds, I don't like something about the interior. I, there's always something, but this one, dog, chef's kiss, good job. <laughs> I picked the 2017 too because it's they didn't go weird with the body and with the grill and the whole <laughs> issue with BMW right now. The no, grills. we're not getting into that yet. That's the next yeah, topic. <laughs> but, but this one, I think they did right. Obviously, the later ones are still pretty good. I'm not going to say they're trash. It does look good. But man. It's just so clean. If I could get one right now, I would. But obviously, I live in a shit place that I can't really buy a BMW. So and they're also are. like are seventy thousand. Are they all wheel drive or nope. rear wheel? Or they're all wheel. Okay, yeah. they're all wheel. They're beasts, man. They're so clean. They look kind of beefy, like like they're body yeah, they kit. Like they're it, wide. It beefy, they're wide. You know what I mean? So I drove an X3 uh, before I bought my car because I was like, oh, I might get this instead. The X3 is like a little bit tighter and the X5 has that just enough space where it's like, mm. I don't feel cramped and it's crazy to think you can feel cramped in an SUV, but that one you do and it had literally everything I wanted. Oh, I wish. It looks like a fancier <laughs> Durango, not going to lie. Yes. it. Yeah. Because it it's still looks Durango. muscular. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> like, it looks muscular just like yeah. that car does or that SUV does, but it looks, it looks like it in a more like luxurious way yeah and like yeah i know 20, i can't believe like, the prices are still that high dude they <laughs> hold they it's surprising surprisingly for, for hold. they probably has high demand dude like everyone's into yeah the whole crossover suv market right now wow that's a pretty car man oh my god i love it's that just, dude it is pretty awesome that's a good one that's a really good one and look dude the, so when are you gonna get it the red interior uh within the next like three four years yeah yeah it's either that or i buy an m3 what's what's the engine in it uh hold on i'm still inline six or v8 i want to say it's, it's a v8 v8 4.4 yeah, v8. v8 look i, can I think it's naturally for... aspirated too huh yeah, it is. 567 horsepower. Wow, it's got that much? Yeah. Yes, sir. Damn, son. That's a pretty That fuel man. economy, though. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's 14 city, 19 highway, if anyone's I'll curious. I'll take look. Uh, dude, I'll <laughs> fucking take it. I'll fill that thing up every day with premium <laughs> gas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give Look, me the premium, when you, baby. When you buy certain cars, you know what you're getting. I yeah. know what I'm getting with this. Yeah, I mean, well, that's 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 my thing with um with like, because you said three to four years to get that. I'm yeah. I'm looking to try and get the uh an Audi S7 probably, um, in the next two to three years. And everyone's like, oh, the insurance, oh my god, the maintenance, all this other stuff. I'm like, for one, I'm a car guy. I'm gonna do the majority of it myself. Yeah. But two. That's what you sign up for. 
Yeah. Like we it, know what we're doing. <laughs> we know it's, yeah. we understand the financial burden that it can be, but it, it's, it's, it's our love. language. It's, 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 yeah. it's what we love. How the hell are you going to tell us? Oh my God, you're going to spend so much money. I don't care how much money I'm spending. I'm happy when I get into my car every day. It's, it's always all, the non-car people that say that shit too. I know. Bro. It's my mom that says it all the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I'm going to put, if I'm going to drop $60,000 on a car, I don't care what my other purchase, like what my other prices are. Cause I'm putting this much into the car. I'm going to pay for really yeah. good insurance. I'm going to pay for good gas. Everything that comes with it. I'm well aware. And I, Obviously, I knew that because I got the car. Like it's that simple. People need You're to stop prepared from the beginning. I exactly. have my eye on the new 400Z or the Proto Z as Dude, they call it. Right please now. get it, please. Like Dude, honestly, the 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 front end of it is still not my favorite thing. The rear end, I but the rear it. end when I look at that man, I just instantly fall in love. Yeah, it's a I can definitely see car. you in that car. It's literally a cyberpunk car. Yeah, I would get the Supra though. Honestly, if I were to get one of those, I'd get the Supra. I like the new Supra more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's move on to the next one. Shahan. BMW design language, kind of relating to, you know, the reason why Brian picked the 2017 version instead of the modern 2021 version. Oh, Lord. I'm going to Google the 2021 version real quick. Dude, so I have an article pulled up, right? on the drive about BMW's like what they got wrong with 2021 four series. Oh, it looks weird. What this hell? grill is disgusting. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you right now though, the M three looks pretty good. So if, if anyone doesn't know about what BMW has been doing lately, they're, oh, the grills aren't they're bad on kidney. The they're known for their kidney grills, but they're massive. Now they get more and more massive as time goes on. And on certain models on, on the majority of their models, I would argue, it's yeah. just too much. So which fun. which cars besides the M3 you said, right? Do you think it looks okay on? The X5 the X5, the X5 the X5 is not bad actually. It's I think they only double the size instead of 10 times the size. Wait, you said the M3 was okay? The M3 I'm not mad about really. What? It's the M4 that looks really the M4 bad because looks disgusting. The reason I say that is because the Ew. length of the, the length of the car I feel like looks really weird in a coupe with those grills. But the M3 okay, okay. with the four that. doors in the wider looking base and the shorter car itself, or the, at least the way it looks with the doors, I think Dude. it looks better. I think it looks a lot better. If you have a front license plate, though, that's yeah, nasty. <laughs> that is nasty. <laughs> Bro. Not good. Not good. Oh no. my god, bro! Like, cool. They got the headlights. They got the headlights right. I'll give them that. But it's yeah. the front grill, and then it looks like space for an intercooler. Wait, what the fuck are those vents though in the front? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that shit is disgust. Like, what is this? It looks yeah, too. It's... it's like they're trying too hard to be aerodynamic. <laughs> they're trying too hard to, to to cool their engines because they know they have a problem with overheating do they really oh jesus they always have ouch interesting i just called out the I entire think... fucking bmw community <laughs> it's so gross oh my yeah, on, god on on the m4 it definitely does look weirder because like you said the body shape of the car so like I feel like it's because of I don't know the roof line or something is more like rounded on that car. It's, it's the front bumper. The front bumper is very round. 
Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not yeah. angled nearly as much as the M3. I see. When I look at the when I look at the M3, I am extremely attracted to that car. I love the new M3. I, I see exactly what you mean. Yeah, you that, see what that I mean? M3 has like a harsh line in the corner. It, yeah, it has like yeah. a harsh line in the corner. In the M3 just honestly, or the M4 just curves. Honestly, I think it, the, the 2021 M3 might be my favorite M3 that they've ever made, just based off looks. But when I look at the M4, <laughs> I would rather get the like a 2015. Honestly, yeah. And that this sucks is- saying because I absolutely despise the sound of the 2015 m4 wait have you seen the m5 is it even out yet i don't know i think so look it up uh, it looks i'm looking it up right it's, now it's yeah. not it's not long when it comes to like the verticality of the grill right but like it just the grill looks wide yes yeah, that I one's i don't wide. mind it because it's a wide car but the car know, the dude. car looks tired like <laughs> Like if, if, if the car has a face, look like it, it's looks, it, asleep. it looks tired. <laughs> you know what's On crazy the is that they, they did such a huge like overhaul with like the 2018, 2019 M5, and then in my opinion ruined it with the 2021. I think it, yeah. it it looks too much like a family sedan now. Like it's aggressive if you have the right packages on it, but if you don't have the right packages, it's kind of gross. Whoa, dude! Go to the M7 and tell me how you guys feel about that. It looks like a Bentley. Seven. I think I saw that. Yeah, it looks. It looks like a Bentley now. <laughs> yeah, it, they're going for the Continental look. Hey, not gonna lie though, bro. If I had to be driven around in something, I wouldn't mind that. M- look, if M7. I'm gonna buy a car, th- <laughs> no, because I have the same problem with this. I have with the what? What the fuck is that car? The Chrysler 300. So it's oh, yeah, everything fuck looks fuck. like a Phantom until a Phantom pulls up. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. It's, hey, I'll tell you right now, though, nothing will ever be sexier than BMW's M8. I love their M8. Just so you're aware, there's no M7. It's M760i. It's like one of the half and half ones. There's also, what's what's the car called? It's an Alp- Alpina. What? That sounds sexual. I, yes, it does. B7. Isn't that a, is that an SU? Oh, yeah, it's the B7, right? Yeah. Oh, man. It's Look at the like, 2021. What? Look at the 2021 one, M8, man. That looks like a wow, what Volkswagen. The LP, it reminds me of um. Hmm. God, what car is that? Actually, I don't know what. It kind of looks like a Genesis. It's an American-made car, and I can't think of what it is. And it's gonna Cadillac. It's no, it's a Lincoln. Navigator? Oh, that, no, 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 not the Navigator, the Continental, the MK something. Yeah, the, it looks like a Lincoln Continental. Wait, let me see. And it's one of those oh, things. Oh, you're right. Like, you're right. You're right. But the Lincoln Continental, in my opinion, looks better. Yes, it does. And it all, you can also get the you can get those suicide doors on the uh, Continental. Yes, sir. What the fuck? You really can, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. And like, yeah, that Lincoln Continental is sexy, man. Oh, so that's a nice. good car. Yeah. Damn. If I had to be driven around to something, man, I would take that any day. I wouldn't drive it. If I had that car, I'd be no. driven. I, no. You're that rich? Oh, he got no. money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got money. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, no, that's a sexy car, though. But I'll tell you right now, the BMW has a better interior for sure. Lincoln? Yes. Well, Ford, with their Lincolns, they just they go for the old-style look because it's mostly old people buying Lincolns. So when you see them, it just like you get inside of it, and you're just like, okay, I feel like I'm in 2005 still, just with the f- fucking doubled-in screen. 
Just put a fucking eight track in it. Everyone will be happy. <laughs> yeah, put an eight track in it, and then everyone's gonna love it. It's perfect. Oh, oh BMW. Oh BMW. Wait, what right. was that one car? Okay, never mind. What one car? I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at all of their 2021 lineup right now, and I don't know what this car is, but it looks really weird. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of them look weird. The, the two series, uh, 2021. The M2. Just any two series one, like the grill. How do you feel about that? Oh, I haven't actually looked at that. 2021. It looks, it looks like a Kia. Uh, two. I'm not even joking. It looks like a Kia. 2021 M2 is the exact same thing it's always been. They didn't change it. Either. Yeah, that's. Kinda... I don't think it's M2. No, it's not. It's not. M, it's just, just, just. Look up two, two series. Two series. Wait. Yeah, that looks like a Kia, dude. Here, I'm gonna send it in the chat so you guys can. see. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the same. It's the same thing. I'm looking at it. No, this BMW thing, 2 this Series. Thing, this thing. You can't tell me oh, that doesn't look like a Kia. That? that looks like a Kia, bro. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's does. literally that is literally that is <laughs> that looks that like a is, Kia Forte. Oh, here's a Kia Forte, straight yeah. up. <laughs> Those headlights <laughs> are right off the Kia Forte. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at that. oh hell! Send a no. send a picture of the Kia Forte in the chat. I am Jesus right Christ. <laughs> oh, guys, if you guys are curious, just look up. <laughs> Kia oh Forte. my god! It's the same car. It's the same car. It's the same car. What? I'm disgusted. So what exact model is that then? Because like I just oh the B, the BMW yeah, 2 Series the Grand, Grand Coupe. Coupe. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. Grand Coupe. Jesus, dude, no. that looks Grand like Coupe. What? That is thinking? disgusting. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! That, even yeah, even the rear is, end looks like the the same car. It looks like a Kia Forte in yeah. the rear. Yeah, oh that's gross, god. man. Why they do that? Yeah, I mean it's BMW, man. Like, what are you expecting? They're all over the place. <laughs> all right their now. all their good stuff was like 2005 and prior. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs> or anything that was enthusiast focused. Yikes! But that's disgusting. <laughs> That's one thing I, I do I do love about like you know like like the 20, 2012, 2013, like BMW three thirty five I. You can get those you can get those cars for like fifteen twenty grand, and they have the best that S that S or N fifty four N fifty five engine or that platform is so good. It's so good, <laughs> and I think that was like the last, in my opinion, that was the last time that I could actually like really respected bmw because they put in an engine that could make so much power in a regular car that you can get for 20 grand and it's just not like that anymore everything that they sell is you know 60k plus yeah they like they always had like that luxury name attached to bmw but now they've just taken it to the next level yeah i also don't like their I don't I don't like the whole M and then like the multiple numbers after it. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. They kind of like they they try to blend the two together to make it more appealing to more people. That's I feel, like that, I feel like that just takes away from the M name now. That, yeah. That's why I like honestly that's why I like Audi. It's A series, S series, RS series. Yeah. Period. Like there's nothing different. And you know what level of car you're getting every single time you look it up. So I, so the 
M like 760 pretty much is like the equivalent of the Audi S series then if you think about it. It yeah, it would be like an S8. It's like a hybrid of the two of the base and and the uh, performance ones. Yeah, it'd be like an it'd be like an Audi S8 really. Cuz the S8 is or maybe like an S8L cuz it's a long version. I'm pretty sure that same 2 series is also going to be in hatchback form, but I'm not sure. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'll pass. I mean, the hatchback version might not look terrible, though. Here's a picture if you guys want to see. <laughs> it looks tiny. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Oh, God. No. That is so... That is like a retarded <laughs> version of the goddamn Honda Veloster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I would take a Hyundai Veloster over that, and I hate looks the Veloster. like it kind of looks like a short Subaru like Outback. Yeah, it does. That might just be a really bad picture they took of that car. No, that's just a really bad picture and really bad car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a really oh, bad no, picture of a really bad car. <laughs> Crosstrek, dude, that's awful. Yeah, it kind of does look like the Crosstrek. Has like the same shape. Yeah, but it's, it's like shorter and more like stubbier. Yeah. <laughs> oh BMW. Let's well, we gotta we gotta move on from this one, man. I, I can't talk about their mistakes anymore. <laughs> yeah, move on to something fun. <laughs> yeah, onto something uh onto something exciting, man. Um, you know, we try to we're trying to, you know, in some way highlight the in, the influencers of the car culture. Um, you know, the people who do shift it in some way or do cool things. Um in, in this case we're really going to be highlighting TJ Hunt for his purchase of a 67 Mustang. Um, I love it. I, I, I love the idea. It, the 67 Mustang is one of my favorite cars ever. Um, and I am, I am so proud of him for getting the car. But what he's doing with it is so against the norm. Um, and it's, it's really, really, really taking it back to uh you know the tokyo drift days um and this is the cool thing is that he has completely now frame or i'm sorry uh drivetrain swapped the entire car the entire underside and frame of the car is completely different it's modernized new suspension um whole new carriage underneath um new new chassis swap right complete new chassis swap yeah that was the word i was looking for um and it's extremely exciting because he's putting an RB26 in it. And he's going to be doing what no one has done before, you know, outside of the movie itself. So I'm, I'm super excited for this, man. I, I, think, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be really awesome. And I hope that him and Dustin do some kind of collaboration with the two cars. Dude, because yeah. dude, they have now, to. They have to. Dustin, and you know, we'll highlight this too. Uh, Dustin Williams just bought the actual Evo from the movies, from the Tokyo um, uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift movie. The car hasn't yeah. ran in ten in over ten years, <laughs> over ten years, and I think it's been like fifteen years since the last time the car ran. And he bought it, and he's gonna re- he's gonna make it run. The entire body, perfect. Everything is still perfect, but he's going to make it run and he's going to actually drive it and use it on the track. Isn't that thing rear wheel drive? It's rear wheel drive. Yeah. yeah. They had to yeah. swap it, right? Yeah. yeah. And I actually watched the video today of him getting it. Um, the <laughs> suspension for back then 
it's electronically controlled from the inside of the car. That movie came out in like 2003 or something, didn't it? Yeah, I think it was like 2006. Something like that. I'm looking Around that time. Tokyo Drift, 2006. 2006, and it has yeah, electronically controlled insane. suspension. That's insane. So if TJ and Dustin really want to like set a bench, benchmark in the car community, they have to do some kind of uh, movie or film or, or some short thing, some short film with the two cars because they will dude, they will take it over completely like more than yeah. they more than they already really have. I, I mean, say, let's there's no one that I think can really compete with them just on cars, period, unless no. you're super into exotics. And then you just care about daily driven exotics kind of stuff. Yeah, but, but daily driven exotics is literally all scripted bullshit. Like I can't exactly. say. <laughs> but like they're dude, they're old dudes wrong. trying to be trying to act like millennials, literally oh, fake laughing into the camera. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> like, dude, stop cackling! Like, no. One but as far as cars go, right? They're on that end where it's like, oh yeah, Lamborghinis, all that good shit, cool. Yeah. But TJ, Dustin, and even Evan to an extent, because I don't watch a lot of Evan stuff anymore. They've all been like, we like these old Japanese cars. Yeah. We like new Japanese cars. We're just going to send it along that. And whatever yeah. we get in between is awesome. Yeah. No one, yeah. I think, can compete with them. Maybe like, Eliminate is working on it because they just got, uh, they just bought some fucking car. I don't remember. But their stuff has always been homegrown and we're just going to send it with everything. Yeah. For and all I've, of those dudes. I think that's one of the coolest things, man, is that. They really are staying true to themselves and sticking to the, what they love instead of just trying to make a buck. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Daily Driven Exotics is really about is trying to make a buck. Oh, yeah. Obviously. You know, they're trying to like, sell merch. They're trying to sell merch. And one of the funniest things is that when they remember when they got their McLaren P1 and they had to get rid of it because they couldn't insure it. They yeah. didn't have the money for it. They did all of that without doing any research on if they could insure it before. Dude, the only reason that's I pathetic. ever... The only reason I ever watch their videos is because the video of the dude getting pulled over by the cops Wait, and the Bugatti on the freeway. Daily Driven Exotics. Oh, okay. They the video about the dude getting pulled over by the cops and the Bugatti for being an asshole. Peak performance. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, he's just being a dickhead to a cop who's like, "Hey, man, don't stop being an asshole on the freeway." Like, yeah, you. I don't like you either. I want yeah. you to get arrested. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but TJ TJ's whole series with this new Mustang is is really really going to take things over. Um I I think that uh I think that he's going to he's going to set a benchmark for for, you know, um him and Dustin both are going to set benchmarks for other creators to uh to, you know, um try and do original stuff. Um and hopefully do stuff that they love and not just stuff that it's going to be good for the camera. Yeah. Um, because they, I, I, I can see in both of their videos that they have true passion for everything that they're doing. Um, like TJ getting the fucking four by Mercedes four by four square G wagon. Yeah. And actually putting like, actually taking it off road and now sending it off to forerunner to build it even more and do more stuff with it. Like more overland stuff. Dude, that kind of cool is that kind of stuff is so cool. In being able to, to just have fun with what you're doing. Um, and have little off offside like topics and things that are going on outside of like your normal JDM stuff and you know all these big projects that you have going on is so awesome because it really does make it more exciting when stuff like TJ's Mustang series comes out because when it does you know that it's just going to be good you know that it's going to be captivating and that you know 
you're going to enjoy every second of it. And I, I think, I think, you know, salute to TJ for that, man, because that's, that's huge. Just taking out a project like that, it's not going to be easy for them, especially since the shop that they're doing it at, at Rad Dan shop, they know oh, nothing dang. about RBs. They know nothing. They like, he literally does not work on RBs and they're going to take this RB build it and do stuff with it. And they are completely ignorant to, to how the engine works. Compared to two J's, because all they work on is two J's. That's their thing. So it's 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 going to be a super cool series, and I'm super excited to continue to watch the rest of it. Definitely, yeah. They're they're really doing stuff that like they're going places that no one else would dare to go. Facts. You know, yeah. Like RB swapping a Mustang and then buying <laughs> an actual car from the movie. Yeah, I know that's. That's just insane. You know, I didn't really see light. I didn't really see, I didn't get, you know, any kind of light of this, uh, of the thing with Dustin um, until like this morning, until this morning. Like I didn't expect him to do that at all. But once I saw it, I'm like, dude, I got to, we got to talk about it on the podcast. Like we got to at least hint at it a little bit, but all right. Well, how are you guys feeling? We got 10 minutes left. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, how about, how about this? Cause I think, We've all watched car like car YouTubers for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. There are only like five, I think, that have been going as strong for a long time. what five, six years now. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, TJ, Adam LZ, even though I don't like his stuff, <laughs> that dude in blue, Evan Shanks, and Dustin, right? Mm-hmm. Who out of that group do you think will make has made the biggest influence on car culture as a, as a whole? TJ. TJ, yeah. Or Adam. And the reason I say Adam is because Adam came from a BMX rider to just a car guy to getting into racing and then getting into drifting to now being an FD driver. That's huge. Dude. That's insane. That's insane. I think TJ is so more on the culture side of things. You know, I agree. Yeah. I, I think more on the culture side of things, definitely. But you know, for somebody that's made a, a, a you know, just like um a big um self change. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that, yeah. I think Adam LZ takes the cake. But I, I'll tell you right. I think TJ overall is the most influential car yeah. YouTuber there is. I, I think agree. um I think that. Uh, that dude in blue, as much as I love him, um, little David Patterson, uh, I really, I think that his uh, content is not going to evolve. I don't think, no. yeah, his content was good like five years ago. It was amazing. Because but it was, just, I, I feel it, like it was he not a lot of things that people were doing. Yeah, he hasn't he, done anything different. Exactly. He has not leveled up himself, and I feel like everyone else, his, his competition has. And now he's yeah. kind of at a loss. Let's say friends. Let's say friends. Let's not say yeah. competition. I, I think I think it's easy. I think it's better to say friends in that scenario because I are actually all friends. But I think he's I think he's fine with that. Like he's he's okay. Oh yeah. That. Oh, he's yeah. very content where he is. I think um I think in the last couple of years, um, I think Evan Shanks has has really started to find himself. Yeah. Um, I I really was not the biggest fan of Evan a few years ago. But like five, six years ago, I did like him because I really loved his WRX and his STI yeah. or his STI that he had. I love the content that he was making because he was just having fun all the time. 
Um, and then I think he got too obsessed with the success of his own channel instead of just continuing to love what he did. And I think is, uh, I think I, you know, I, I try not to speak too much of this stuff cause I don't personally know the guy, but you can see his health diminish. You can see his mindset diminish. You can see that he, he was really starting to kind of go down a bit of a dark path. But in the last, I would say in the last year, every video that I watch of him, I've really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed the content that he's been bringing recently. Um, I think one of the reasons for that is the sick, uh, you know, AMG GT that I got. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's because I love that car. Um, no, but I, I think it's, it's pretty great. I think Dustin the same way. When Dustin first started making videos, I think he was trying too hard to follow TJ's footsteps. I agree um instead of coming into himself and i think over the last couple of years um especially uh, since he bought his garage since he bought his garage he's definitely gotten better i'll tell you right now though as somebody that's a power builder or power builder uh, power uh power lifter and bodybuilder i fucking miss his workout videos man like <laughs> when he when he yeah. was doing that kind of stuff he was he was looking and and he was being himself feeding. yeah he was being himself and he was feeding towards different cultures you know, like I was able to watch his car videos kind of like them. And then as soon as it came to workout stuff, I was hooked because he was doing stuff that was completely out of the norm and different from what a lot of other people are doing. You know, a lot of people just show one thing. He was showing multiple and now yeah. he's showing like stuff with him and Tiana in their house and whatnot in their family life. And I think that's great. Instead of just trying to focus on only cars, bringing some kind of variety to it, I think is really good. So. I agree with you guys both on TJ, mm -hmm. but for a completely different reason. Okay. Okay. Being someone who lived in San Diego when TJ was starting to get big. Did you guys hear about the whole fuck TJ Hunt thing? Oh, no. with the whole, um, uh, yeah, the, the, what's his name? Mike, Mike Nugent or something like that? No, this was before. Mike had nothing to do with it. This was before they, they like split. Really? TJ. For some reason, I don't know how it started. People were just like huge TJ Hunt haters. He made a just a culture of people hating on him and didn't change, didn't stop, didn't slow down, nothing. He just kept doing his thing. Yeah. And from there, I think he like them hating on him made more people love him that much greater. That's why I think TJ has changed things because yeah, people were like, oh, fuck TJ Hunt. They made stickers. They made merch off of it. Everything. Why did they say that again? Dude, it was just people that were <laughs> jealous just that they trolls. couldn't do it as good. Honestly. Oh, okay. Like, okay. There were guys that ran this uh, car page called Car Meats, right? Literally car and then meat like food. That TJ wouldn't show up to meets. Yeah, well, it's got it's bad now because they sold it to someone else who doesn't like, care about cars at all. They fucked up. They signed a contract. But TJ wouldn't show up to like meets and stuff, even though they would invite him all the time, because obviously he's busy. He has his own life. Things happen. But what they did, they were like, well, fuck this guy. We're going to like still try to get some money off his name. And then other people started doing the same thing. And no matter what happened, he kept on going. He kept like doing something that was crazy. So every, every single time TJ would do something, you would see it start to get popular again. Yeah. And that's where I think he made the biggest jump. Dustin was cool, but I only liked him for his cinematography and his uh his workout videos. Yeah. Evan, when everyone started moving to San Diego to live near TJ, it was like this is fucking annoying. 
And that's why Evan left. Uh, I'm, I'm happy other... that Evan left. I'm dude, happy that yeah. Evan left. He that needed, was the he... great. Dude, California was not him at all. That was the best decision of his life to go back home. Honestly, I didn't think Dustin was going to be out here. <laughs> I think yeah, he's from Mississippi. Health wise, Dustin yeah, from Mississippi. I dude, I don't know how the hell Dustin is fitting in in the in the California culture like that, but he's killing it. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. doing good. I never, I thought he would be gone after like seven months. Yeah, and I'll Honestly. tell you right, I'll tell you right now, one thing I do miss. I real I I absolutely love the interactions between um Dustin, TJ, Calvin and you know the other people the with TJ. Crew, yeah. I love mm-hmm. seeing all of them together because they are complete idiots together. Like no joke, they are all such a family and they don't give a damn what they say when they're yeah. with each other. Fact. And I love that. So I miss seeing Dustin and TJ's videos. I really yeah. do. And Dude, we haven't seen it in so long. My favorite videos were the rally videos with TJ, Dustin, Calvin, and uh, Evan. Yeah, it was TJ and his group, just his friends, just going downtown, driving around, doing their thing. Uh, that video of him buying the new camera and going when his BRZ was red to just random spots to take pictures, to take video, I all that stuff. Red so it just much. them that hanging was, out, right? Yeah, and those videos to me were the best. Have you seen the one where they went to Hawaii and just like chilled and like the yeah. woods or something? Yeah, like, I love that. That was that, just super dude. chill. I, I'll tell you right now, I think one of the most wholesome things that I've ever seen was when TJ and Calvin went to go pick up his C8 Corvette and they went to Texas and stayed at Evan's house. Yeah. The, the interaction <laughs> of when they saw each other for the first time in years, I could have cried because they came together in just hugged it out and they oh dude it was so wholesome i love seeing stuff like that i think you texted me when that video came out and you were just like watch this please it's so good it's so dude it was so good like i i loved i'm really happy that you know that evan for his health and for him as a person in his life moved out of california but i love the fact that they're all still so damn close yeah like i think we all know like being apart from certain family members is hard Obviously, because yeah. we all had to leave home. I mean, for crying out loud, being apart from you guys is hard. I haven't seen you guys in three years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shitty. But that's what happens when you're all fucking busy. I know, I know. But seeing them get to like spend time together again, it makes you feel like when you see your people, you know what it's like after all that time. So it makes you feel it a little bit harder. And some people are just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Evan's in a video again. But for us, I think it was like, hey. I remember seeing my friends for the first time in like two, three years or after however much time. So that's why we, I think, got a reaction out of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's uh, it's it's just kind of crazy. I do. I'll tell you right now, I miss the TJ videos of when he would go to like um, like H2O. Yeah, um, I miss seeing Dr. Dr. M3, man. Like I, I miss love- him as a- just in general. Dude, Dr. M3 is so cool. What an old dude. I love yeah. him. <laughs> like, he, he is exactly who I aspire to be when I'm his age. <laughs> like, being the guy that all the young all the young dudes, like, come, come to and just love and, you know, have all the awesome cars and all the hookups and the big house for everybody to stay at. Dude, I love that. Oh, yeah. I think that's incredible. Who else was there? And then, honestly, one one YouTube channel that I got behind when I was younger. And as I got older, I was like, this, this isn't it was Haggard garage, which I think now they're, I think now they're like Haggard team racing, dude. 
Shahan, when I tell you they are the most <laughs> jank group of people, or at least they were. I, I haven't watched their stuff in years. They would literally just go buy $50 tires, put them on $10 wheels, and call it a day to go drift on. $10. The most dog i'm telling you they would find the cheapest shit they could just to put it together <laughs> and see obviously what it as, does <laughs> dude yeah and half the time it would work out the other half the time their shit would break down i remember one video they like they were too broke to afford a toll to get into like new york or something so they put like blackout plates on their stuff it dude as an 18 year old <laughs> i was like that's cool as fuck as an adult i'm like that that's yeah, dangerous that's, i'm glad they made it out of that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bro. Like, holy crap, man. That's crazy that people actually, uh, it's, it's, it's honestly insane that people actually think that kind of stuff is cool. Yeah. Like, no one, ca- like, the 16 yeah. year olds and 17 year olds and 18 year olds, once they hit that 19, 20, 21 year old age, they're not going to like your stuff anymore because you just look stupid. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> I think the appeal was that they were young and young people at the time were like, yeah, if they can do it, I can do it. Granted, yeah. they knew it was fucking dangerous what they were doing, but the people that see it working out are like, this is going to work for me too. <laughs> like, yeah, they bought kind of making a toxic culture. Bro, they bought cars for like $1,000 that were barely running and would just like, I think one dude bought four Miatas in one summer because they kept breaking. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is, why are y'all doing this to yourselves? One 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 last highlight um, before we uh, before we uh, we call it quits on this one. Um, it's just a six. I don't know if you guys have watched him at all. Yeah, um, he. Yeah, I did show you him. I I honestly think that he is outside of TJ. Uh, he is my favorite. He's my favorite car YouTuber. Um, they own a shop. They have a whole bunch of cars. They do drag racing. They do track racing. They do everything. And they go on rallies, all this other stuff. And they are just a wholesome group of people, man. Like, it's just, it's good content. Like, they have, like, a full team of people that are there and everything. They have, like, the business to run as well. So you see all the characters. It's very good stuff. And they just send a positive message, too. Um, Like, their big thing is don't lose sight. Um, And I love that message so much. And he also makes music. His name is Trace on on, uh, (laughs) Apple Music. Makes fantastic, like, he he does rap music. Um, And it's so good. So good, um, or at least for my style of rap. Like I'm, I'm not a big fan of like just like a catchy beat and some shitty words. Like I like a message in a song a lot of the times, um, and I, 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 I think that uh, I think that you know soon, sooner or later, um, they're they're really going to get their time to to really blow up. I think they recently hit a million subscribers. I, I have a feeling that their growth is going to be uh, is going to be pretty insane over the next few years. Hell yeah, That's nice. Also watch Gears and Gasoline's road trip videos because those so good. Never seen them. I watched Dude, them. Have to look them up. What was it? Like the Civic and something else? And the Miata. Yeah. They recently did one with two RX-7s. No, no, no. I, I actually watched the one with the Evo and the Forester XT. That's one that I watched. Oh, they, they did another one with an Evo 10 and a Tesla. <laughs> Bro. Evo 10 and a Tesla. That's <laughs> two completely yeah. different cars. They did one with <laughs> FD RX-7s, too. Love yeah. that. I'm... Interesting. I just think that those... Those are the videos that I enjoy. Yeah. Like just That's some top dudes doing shit. fun shit. Just dudes yeah. doing dude stuff, you know? Dudes doing dude stuff. 
All right, we got to end it here, though. We've been over an hour now. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh... I mean, this is a fun one, man. This is this this was an exciting one. I mean, the takeovers like topic was was definitely uh, definitely something that needed to be talked about um, because I don't think a lot of people really have given it any kind of light. But um, thanks everybody for watching. Um, we're we're gonna start posting these soon. Uh, I, I think I think around th- what three episodes will probably have um, by the time we actually start posting, and then we're gonna try and release one a month, um, and then hopefully speed up the the cadence from there. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Catch you guys next time. Peace. See ya.